Welcome to the Seeing Red Podcast. That's right, that's right. It is episode number one, our inaugural edition here of the Seeing Red Podcast. I am your host, Troy Moriella, bringing you episode one of what I hope to be many. And I hope over the next 15 to 20 minutes, you will feel the same way as well. I've got a full show for you today. It's mainly just a preview show of what is in store for this podcast over the next couple of weeks and the next couple of months. I'll start off today by giving you a little bit of background on myself, and uh, I'll close the show with a little bit of St. John's talk. We do have some big news that came out in the last couple of weeks that I'm sure we're all aware of. I know that Media Day was today as well. I caught the very end of that at St. John's, so I'll give my quick thoughts on that. Nothing too much uh, for this preview episode, episode one. But right off the bat, I'm going to say, if you like this podcast, please let me know. If you hate it, let me know. If you think it's a stupid idea, let me know. If you're indifferent towards it, let me know. You can do all of that on Twitter. I am at Troy Moriello on Twitter. That's at Troy, M-A-U-R-I-E-L-L-O on Twitter. If you're interested in helping out in any way, uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter. You can just DM me or, or tweet at me or whatever if you're interested. If you have any podcasting experience, definitely let me know. Things like that, audio recording, audio editing. Um, you know, For now, it's just me. But I am definitely, definitely open to expanding this staff of one and tripling and double, doubling and tripling it maybe to a, a couple more people if the right person comes along. But yeah, so let's kind of get into the, the nitty gritty of what this podcast is going to be. I'll give some background on myself to start it off. I graduated from St. John's in 2017. I majored in journalism there. I covered the basketball team there for parts of all four years, really. I started at the SB Nation blog, Rumble in the Garden, who did an outstanding job when I was there and still does an outstanding job. I would advise everyone to check them out because they do a really, really good job um, covering the, the St. John's basketball team and St. John's athletics, actually. I moved on and I continued with The Torch, which is the student newspaper at St. John's, for those of you who don't know. I started as a staff writer there towards the end of my freshman year, and by my senior year, I was the co-sports editor there. Again, they do a great job as well in that spot. I had the chance to not only cover the basketball team and go to games and go to the Garden, which is awesome, but I had the chance to talk to a lot of St. John's alumni, um, both with the basketball team, in the media, things like that. Uh, media professionals, do interviews with them, notable alumni, and it was a really, really great opportunity for me. And that kind of started, actually, my interest in getting involved in covering this team, uh, on, I guess in this type of way. I've been a fan of them, I would say, since about 2010. Actually, part of the my college decision to go to St. John's was because I liked the basketball team. I, I was a Knicks fan. I still am a Knicks fan, sadly. And I like that the, that St. John's played in the garden, actually, with the Knicks. Uh, so that was kind of part of the reason why I liked the team and then part of the reason why I ended up going to the school. There was, it was other reasons as well, but that was one of the one of the reasons. So with that said, I'm not going to 
pretend like I know everything. You know, I gave my my qualifications, I guess you can call them, for this job interview. But I'm not going to pretend like I know everything because I definitely don't. I want this to be a collective, a community type thing um, where people are giving ideas, where people are throwing out ideas for segments, things like that. If you have any ideas, again, let me know. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like uh, my opinion is, is right and my opinion is the be-all, end-all because it's, it's certainly not. I know for a fact that there are St. John's fans and college basketball fans that know a ton more about college basketball and about this program and about this program's history and about recruiting and about all the things that go into St. John's basketball that they know more than I do. Um, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I know everything because I, I certainly do not. Um, like I said, last year I did not follow the team, I guess, with the analytical eye that I did the four years previous because I did not cover the team at all. Um, I followed kind of more as a fan, I would say, but I am going to try to give the best analysis of, of games and things like that. But I'm going to try to bring on some St. John's alumni, some reporters who cover the team, some reporters who cover other Big East teams as well. I don't want this to just be me sitting up here talking for 20 or 30 minutes a week about St. John's basketball. So if you'd like to come on and be a co-host, I'm not exactly sure how that would work. Um, right now, I just know how to record myself. But anyone who wants to help out in any way or anyone who has any, any ideas for who can come out, come on, sorry, and uh, discuss St. John's basketball, be, uh, please let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter and uh, let me know. So getting into, I guess, what this podcast is going to be, I guess I'll talk about when I first had this idea. It came towards the end of last season, actually. When I, when I watch games, I like to kind of pop open Twitter, and I like to just refresh the uh, SJUBB hashtag and see what people are tweeting about us. Um, and I love doing that. And what I noticed in that is that we have a very active and a very passionate fan base and a very opinionated fan base as well because a lot of us are New Yorkers by some way or another or we root for a New York team and that usually means you're very passionate and you're very opinionated and we're very loyal as well. You know, we stick with this team through the uh, the 2016 season or through the 2015 season. We're winning. We're with this team. We're out there tweeting about this team. We're out there talking about this team, whether we're winning or losing. And that's really what I like about this fan base. And they are so passionate, but we don't really have an outlet besides like Twitter and message boards to kind of voice our opinions. And when we're looking for coverage of the team, it's mainly newspapers and websites, you know, Rumble in the Garden, the Torch, like I mentioned, the Post, the Daily News, Newsday, uh, local newspapers. They all do an outstanding job covering the team. But more on the TV and radio side, there's not really any chance for you to talk about St. John's basketball. You know, you can't, you can't call up WFAN and talk to Mike Francesa about St. John's basketball unless you're going to ask him something about Chris Mullen. Like, I don't think he's going to want to talk to you about St. John's basketball. You know, I don't think ESPN is ever going to talk about St. John's unless we're beating a team like Duke or beating a team like Villanova um, back-to-back because they don't want to cover the Big East, let alone cover St. John's, who doesn't win too much in the Big East recently. So we don't really get that radio and that TV coverage. So I guess that's kind of where I want this to to slide in for this fan base to be a chance every week at least to, to to listen to someone talking about St. John's or you know people giving their opinions on St. John's and for you to give your opinions as well. I want to open this up and I want to open up 
you know, a phone line and I want to open up an email that we can reach out to and give our opinions and I want to do Twitter polls and I want everyone in this community to have a chance to chime in on this podcast. I don't want it to just be me talking. If anything, I want to be kind of the point guard uh, throwing to you guys for for, for uh, layups and things like that and throwing to you guys for your opinions, you know, things like that. I want to be the one who's kind of sorting it all out, not really giving my opinion too much, uh, mainly just kind of seeing what you guys have to say and maybe reacting to it and things like that and kind of steering the conversation. That's what I want to do with this. And that's kind of like what, I, like I said, I don't really want to be the one who is acting like he knows everything about this program and things like that because I, I certainly don't. Um, I want this to be a community podcast and not just me standing up here talking. In terms of housekeeping now, uh, for now, I'm going to try to do this thing every week, at least once a week. Maybe on Mondays, I was thinking it would be the best day because I could film it on a Sunday night and have it come out on a Monday morning if you want to listen to it while you're commuting. If so, that'd be a huge honor for me if someone actually listened to this on their commute. Um, but... Yeah, probably Mondays, because I don't think that we play any Monday games, at least in Big East play, I don't think we we do. So I think Monday would probably be the best day to release this, because that way we can kind of talk about the week prior, usually two games, maybe one, and kind of preview the week ahead, and maybe get someone on that covers those teams to uh, preview those type games. Like I said, hopefully we can get some other Big East media members on to kind of preview the season. I know a few actually that I, that I have in mind. I haven't reached out to anyone yet, but hopefully starting next week we can get some some other Big East reporters on, some some enemies on, to preview their teams and preview their schools and things like that. And you know nothing nothing serious because this is a St. John's podcast, but I do kind of want to know a little bit about maybe like five to ten minutes, kind of them talking about their schools, things like that. Because um, for me personally, I don't really follow. In the offseason, at least. I don't follow the rest of the Big East too much. I know the player movement a little bit. I know the big guys who leave and the big guys who come in. But, you know, the the smaller things I don't really know too much. So I'd love to... And I, I don't know. I don't know if, if, I'm, if I'm incorrect in thinking that that's kind of how most, pe- most people are, where we only follow St. John's in the offseason, then I won't do this. But I, I think that it would be good to kind of get to know these teams a little bit more in-depth than just the big names coming and the big names going in the offseason. So that's an idea. I'm hoping also to get some St. John's media members on and some alumni on and things like that. We have a ton of, of media members that cover that not only cover this team, but went to this uh, school. So I think that'd be really cool. Any other ideas for segments, please let me know as well. I've got a few that I'm kind of tossing back and forth, but for now, I'd, I'm always open to anything that you guys, any thoughts that you guys have in terms of uh, how we can make this an interesting podcast for everyone. But for now, yeah, be on the lookout for hopefully next week, another shorter kind of podcast previewing the rest of the Big East. We'll pr- I'm going to try to maybe do three, three a week uh, up until the season just to, because um, that gets us to nine, obviously. Oh, and that should end right before the season starts. But we'll, we'll see. I'm not going to uh, go crazy with that right now. And I'm not going to promise anything else besides that. I will try to do that for you guys next week. Um, looking ahead now, wanted to talk real quick about what happened this weekend. Mustafa Heron cleared, as we all kind of thought he would. I think that that was the thought that it would go well for us, which is a crazy thought to have that something's going well for us. 
but I don't know about, about anyone else. But for me personally, I was really just like waiting for it to actually happen. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get excited. I'm going to act like he's not playing until St. John's puts out the tweet or the press release that he is cleared to play. I was not going to get my hopes up and it kind of feels weird. I will say, and I was, I was talking to a friend about this. It kind of feels weird to, to be happy about this program and, and not have anything uh, terrible go on in the off season. And I am knocking on wood right now, as I'm saying that nothing terrible happening because um, we do still have a few weeks of the off season left, but it, it is nice to, 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 for now, again, knock on wood, get through an off season without anything terrible happening with this program and to actually look like we're better going into the next season for once. And saying that, you know, with Mustafa Heron in this lineup, this is this is the the season for St. John's. This is our year to actually make a splash in this conference. The Big East should be down and obviously this is all on paper. This could all change three months from now, two months from now, we could be looking at this or looking at what everyone's saying right now and laughing because we all thought that the Big East was going to be down. But for now, Villanova is still Villanova. They're still going to be number one probably in this conference, just like the the Patriots are always going to be number one until Tom Brady proves otherwise. Until Jay Wright and Villanova prove otherwise, they're going to be number one in this conference. But it's kind of wide open. Two to to ten even is kind of wide open you know, DePaul is usually at the bottom, so I guess we'll throw the ball at the bottom. But two to nine, then, is is wide open for anyone to take. And for you know, you know, you look at Xavier. Xavier lost their three best players in their head coach. Seton Hall lost their four best players. So the there's there is a chance for these teams like St. John's, and there are others, but we're talking about St. John's here to move up in the Big East and to get into that top four range, which I don't think we've ever been in the new biggest. I think the best we were was five. Um, and, and, you know, this is this is the best team that they've had. It's it's a perfect storm, as, as uh, we've seen people say, for this team to really, really have a chance to do something special this year with a lineup that is not only experienced, but is deep for the first time in a long time. St. John's has a deep team, a deep bench that they can go to, and it's not going to be a six or seven man rotation, hopefully. And and obviously, again, this could all change with injuries and things like that. But as of right now, they have a bench to go to and they have a bench to break up scoring droughts and things like that, which should help in Big East play, especially because, you know, even in the in the 2015 season, the tournament season, they were not really a deep team. That was a a, a, six or seven man team. And that kind of led to to Steve Lavin's departure, among, among other things but not really having depth on that team. And I'll give Chris Mullen credit because he has built the team and Matt Abdelmasi and, and everyone associated with this with this uh, school. They've built a team that is going to have some depth for the first time in a while. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about in terms of media day. I, uh, I caught the Chris Mullen press conference and then I caught his interview with uh, ESPN3 after the press conference. And the main takeaway from that was the depth. I remember he he uh, he made a comment about not being able to, to practice, I think, because they, they literally did not have enough guys. If one or two guys were out, they did not have enough guys to scrimmage. And that was just incredible to hear him actually say that. And you'd hope that it's a little bit different this year where they will have not only five or six or seven guys that are capable of getting big minutes, but eight, nine, ten guys that can play and can contribute, which is really the big thing, is actually being able to contribute 
And I think that should help them not only in the non-conference, but in the com- in conference play as well and down the stretch as well. Because when you look at those tournament uh, caliber teams of 2014 and 2015, I think a big part of that was they just didn't have too much depth to where they were kind of fatigued at the end of the year in, in the Big East tournament and down the stretch in the Big East, or especially in the NCAA tournament like we saw. But that was a whole nother story. Um, you know, and that hopefully shouldn't happen this year, barring any injuries. You know, we should have a team that is going to be not not have to deal with fatigue or things like that through Big East play and through non-conference play. And just hitting really quickly on non-conference play as well, we did ourselves no favors, or they did themselves no favors with the scheduling. Yeah, we, we can we can beat this dead horse all we want. Um, it, you know, it does not look like any of the Power Five schools that are in our non-conference schedule right now are going to do much at all besides Duke, uh, who's in February. So they've done themselves no favors, and they're going to need to get off to a hot, hot start. And if they don't, it could be kind of difficult to rebound from that. You need, I think they need to maybe lose one game in the in the non-conference, not excluding Duke. I'm talking about the actual non-conference portion of the schedule I think two losses would be would be a lot, honestly. You you can't lose more than two games, maybe more than one, honestly, with this non-conference schedule. It is not a tough non-conference. You need to get off to a good start, and you need to put yourself in a position where ten Big East wins put you in a really really solid spot to make the NCAA tournament, and that's the goal. It should be the goal. This is the highest expectation that Chris Mullen has ever dealt with as head coach in his now fourth year. Um, this is, this is a year that needs to be an NCAA tournament year. There are no excuses for this team to not be in the NCAA tournament. And there are going to be a lot of questions asked, and a lot of questions will have to be answered, depending on how the year goes, obviously. But from looking at it now in October, this needs to be an NCAA tournament team. There's, there's no other way to really put it. All right, that is uh, pretty much our show today. Just wanted to quickly... Uh, give some thoughts there and then kind of recap uh, the last week or last couple of weeks in St. John's. But yeah, like I said, hopefully next week we will have some interviews with some Big East writers and reporters and things like that, previewing their teams. Hopefully we'll have some news to talk about. Hopefully it's good news. So I guess actually, hopefully we don't have any, you know, at this point, I think no news is, is good news uh, with this team, with how they're constructed. So hopefully there's not a whole lot of news to talk about before the season starts, but we will have um, uh, hopefully a little bit of a Big East preview for you next week with three of our rival schools in the Big East. As I said again, that's at Troy Moriello on Twitter. If you have any ideas or any segments or any uh, feedback on the program, please let me know. Again, I am at Troy Moriello. If I set up a, an email or anything like that, I'll, I'll tweet it out. But for now, that's episode one. Hopefully, episode one of many. Like I said, this is the start of the journey for St. John's, the start of the journey for this podcast as well. I want this to be as good as it can be, and I want this team to be as good as they can be. So let's hope for a successful year for both this team and this podcast, the team first, then the podcast, obviously. And I hope everyone has a good week. I will talk to you guys next week. And that's it.